Yeah, this, there's nothing in here. I was like, yeah, maybe Chris, you probably do this. <laughs> oh, this is a little better one I got. Yeah, birds, are you are you here? <laughs> I don't Mint. know why I enjoyed that so much. That felt like I was like actually like around people. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's like the closest I've come to an applause and a plot of real humans. It's like we're all together. Yes. Right on. So we're uh, wonderful. We're all together. We're all here. Uh, we have we have Bob, our guest Bob today. How's uh, how's Bob doing? Bob's doing pretty okay. Uh, yep, just sipping on some uh, orange orange vodka soda i think is what it is nice nice i tried nice. to get this dude to get me some white claws from the lcbo like the with the speedy thingy or whatever right and he came back and he was like i just got you a bunch of random coolers because i don't know what white claws are what it's <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> that's uh not what i ordered there bud <laughs> yeah I mean, well, more importantly, I, how do you not know what a white claw is? I in know 2020? it's like at the height of the internet right now. Yeah, for real. I mean, like post or no, I guess Post Malone did the the Bud Light seltzer thing, right? I was gonna say there's like a Super Bowl commercial and everything, but yeah. I mean, there was like memes. There were memes about it. How do you yeah, not know? A, I don't know. This guy is like quarantining himself from the internet. He's doing the opposite of. Of what you're supposed to do. He's <laughs> yeah, avoiding I've been the in, internet and going out in public. I've been in quarantine since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Bob, you uh, we're roommates, if you didn't That's know. That's true. I'm not we're living roommates. with you at the moment. But no, we Bob, are, Bob, we are Bob, you're you're doing quarantine with your partner, Megan. Uh, yes, that is correct. But, uh, but uh, we, we both live at the Foam Dome, or at the Dome, as we say, and do house yeah. shows. And uh, and Bob also works at Grooves Records and is in uh, a couple of fantastic bands. You want to elaborate on on your on your your efforts? Uh, sure. Yeah, I <laughs> work at Grooves when, um, you know, they're open. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when they're not shut down <laughs> when due when to a pandemic. When you're allowed to. Which hopefully they will be opened once again soon. Uh, and then I play in a hardcore band called Jock. And uh, I guess still never betters, um, which I'm like very we, excited about. We haven't done anything in like months because Davida and April moved to Montreal, so I just thought the band was like done. And then Davida was like, "Hey, we're gonna make a music video." Oh uh, yeah, from your <laughs> from your respective quarantines, and I was like, "All right, I guess we're still still doing this." Hell yeah, and it's it. The song is fantastic. When was the when was the song actually recorded? Uh, recorded. I don't know. I wasn't in the band at the time. That's actually Patrick Briggs who was on that recording playing the bass oh, guitar. Our boy Pat. Our boy. Um, but it came out in 2018. Um, as a 12-inch split with grievances on Grooves Records records. Nice. Okay. It's called Better Person is the name of the song. So it's a nice. bit old, but I mean, you know, it's nice to be able to put and pump out content. Well, yeah, for sure. And I mean, and it's and it's relevant content, too, with the, the respective quarantines thing, too. It's like a like the four split cameras and you're all mm -hmm. playing the tune in your in your respective spots. I guess Davida's in it looks like a storage unit playing drums. Yeah. I think it's cool because I feel like it works as a video even outside of the context of like being in quarantine like mm. i th i think that like uh in the coming years you could like stumble upon a video like that and like it wouldn't need to, you wouldn't need like the context of it being a like filmed around the time of uh like the quarantine for it to actually work cuz it like looks right. like just a cool video idea that a band would do you know totally otherwise in my opinion yeah I mean, I was saying this on yeah, a, sure. on a on a previous podcast was that uh, I guess you guys and I mean Lost Arts just put out music videos like right around when this whole quarantine went down. I feel like you guys kind of have the upper hand now, right? Where like all these bands are kind of I mean like even though everyone is still on hold, you now have fresh content out there during the mm -hmm. quarantine, and I mean people are basically like forced to watch it. Yeah, because they got nothing else to better to do, right? 
So, oh yeah, I mentioned to Caleb. So you work, you used to work at Subway, right? That is cr- allegedly. Dude, yes. okay, this podcast <laughs> fucking hates Subway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're very anti-Subway. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, we don't I, like Subway. I hated my experience working at Subway, um, and then I stopped working there for like a year and like vowed to never eat there again. But now I like oddly crave it and enjoy oh, yeah. it even more. Yeah, I actually do enjoy the food, but I mean, Caleb, Caleb, you should elaborate on our. Yeah, why are we anti Subway? I mean, I I back it. It's like (laughs) fuck Subway, but yeah, I've explained it. Craig and I were just riffing on like the first episode we did here that uh, about people going out and stuff to to fast food restaurants and shit during this whole time, and like why Subway is still open because it's like the one like fast food place that you have to actually physically go inside. And, and like it's just based off like touching everything. Yeah, you have to be there. You have to touch everything. Like there's no way around it. So the joke is just that that's where COVID is. Is is just in Subway. Yeah. And you and could like what's advertise that as a yeah a, a cold cut combo. It could be like a a COVID cut combo. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. for real. <laughs> and it's like it's completely adjacent to the hospital. So it's like that the the intersection of commissioners. And uh, and Wellington is just the home of the COVID. Oh yeah. God! Well, I'm avoiding there, I guess. Yeah, for real. I mean, if you're located beside a hospital, you might as well just stay open. I don't know, like you're <laughs> yeah, you're already that close. And like you know, uh, like I mean, I kind of get it because like like healthcare workers need to you know eat, if not like now more than ever they need to like make sure that they're filled up so right i'm like i i kind of understand why maybe it would stay open for that reason but like you know if if you're just like a fast food restaurant just staying open because you need to like keep being i don't know capitalists like fuck it well yeah Yeah. (laughs) i i mean the 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 fast food places are staying open because the like the homeless people right and people that can't afford to go get groceries and stuff i kind of get that i mean that's what they say but like that's what they say yeah but i mean they're all you know they're all owned by like three guys yeah they're giant chain they're giant you know like fast food organizations that like need the economy to be moving in order to continue to exist so in my like jaded from my jaded point of view i just think that they're like they just like don't give a shit and just need to make money and they don't care about like their workers health or safety or anything right that that's just me though being like a cynical piece of shit we were we were saying with with (laughs) anella on our on i think it was the, the third episode because uh, she works at Starbucks, right? And she's been she's been trying to get. We're we're also gonna make the hashtag on this video. Make your coffee at home. Hashtag make your coffee Absolutely. at home. Um, Wait, but Starbucks is have, still open? Oh yeah, for sure. What? Only yeah, drive man, only, yeah. only drive through is what she was saying. Uh, okay. But uh, have you guys uh, indulged in anything that uh, you like? Have you gone out to to you know like eat some food at, at like a fast food place this whole time? Um, I got. I haven't done that. Sorry. No, go ahead, Bob. I was just saying I ordered Stobies one day. Like. Oh yeah. But. Well, or, ordering in's a bit different. I mean, like, like Uber Eats. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of the same thing, right? It's kind of. Did, did you feel weird about doing it, or or did you not get, really care? Not really, just because like. They don't really like. I don't know. Like, I trust that they were using the you know, necessary precautions yeah. to make sure that like it, the food wasn't contaminated or anything. Right. Um, I feel the only part of me that feels weird about that is just like the fact that there are still people like working jobs, like period. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I understand that like it needs to be done, I guess, so that people can like eat food and shit. But I just, I feel bad for like the people who are at work and also probably like being paid for shit. Yeah. Like I don't imagine like the CEOs are handing out raises right now. No, I I heard that the grocery stores have been pumping up the wages, but I mean like, you know, the the yeah, guy, I, the delivery guy for Domino's isn't making like 50 bucks an hour. No. Mm. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure that Anella said they did. They are like currently, at least for like her place or whatever, are getting paid like a little bit more an hour. I don't know what those figures are, but well, there's know, me just being cynical twice, like, again. Sixteen or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't like gone out to any fast food. I did buy a beer the other day for the first time in this whole thing. Right. Um, which I mean, I guess is like not essential, but but like I went to uh I went to the store in Adelaide. That's like Adelaide and Dufferin or whatever right and uh there was nobody there but it was cash only but like yeah. i wasn't gonna wait in a line that wrapped around an lcbo for like an hour or whatever just to get some beers yeah i, I wonder yeah. why the cash only thing is my theory was that interact might be going down or something like that like e- even interact yeah. is understaffed or some shit like that well, I was talking to Drake on Friday and he was, I don't know what beer store he went to, but he's on the other side of town. And he said that it was the same thing there that he walked in and they're like, yeah, it's cash only. But I think that was cause I, there must be just like an issue with like interact or whatever. Yeah, that cause they literally like, had like pen and paper. Yeah. Like yeah. writing every transaction. That's down. crazy. I, I assume it's like a, a like internet issue or like a system issue. Cause if they have to write shit down and, that probably means that their whole system are down. Because, like, taking cash is, like, kind of counterproductive. Right. Yeah, totally. At, at the moment. So. Well, and it's, like, it. that's the one thing that you got to touch all the time. Like, you could tap a card and not even touch it down to the machine. And yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, like, I had, I had like, 60 bucks in cash sitting in my house. And I was like, I can't even use this. This isn't even, like, real money. No one well, wants yeah. it. If you let it sit for, like, three days, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it can only like live on Just surfaces for so long, right? So yeah. I don't know. Toss it in the oven for a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> um this is like kind of related, but like mm. speaking of warming up money, don't actually do that because I had a friend who had their like rent money ready to go and it was like on or near like a toaster and all of the money like melted together because it's like plastic now, right? <laughs> Oh my my god. God. Yeah, it was like $800 or something that just like melted into one blob. No. So don't. Oh my god. And it was just microwave your money. (laughs) There was was no way of remedying that, eh? I'm not sure. I mean, like, maybe a bank could do something about it because, like, it was currency (laughs) at one point. You bring in like a potato of money. Just like, I swear to God, it's 800 bucks. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Damn, that's such a drag. Yeah, I'd be yeah, pretty that's pissed. scary. So yeah, don't uh, don't put your money in the oven. Is the yeah, don't moral. put your money in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've been uh, so on on the show like the past. Well, I guess what? How many we've done? We've done four with guests now. This is five. This is yeah. this is number five. So yeah, so this this will be the fourth one with guests. Um, oh, cool! I didn't know that you guys were already doing it with guests. I thought. Oh it yeah, was, like, we the uh, test the, run. we did one with with Nick. Uh, which is Caleb's bandmate for Lost Arts. Uh, we did one with Anella, and then we did one with uh, Cam from Dime. Oh, um, cool! And check those out if you haven't seen those yet. Um, but um, 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 we've we've asked the same question on all of them uh, about you know I mean with COVID. I mean of course it's it's just a virus like it's not it's not like a zombie movie, but it of course <laughs> it gets everyone thinking about the zombie things. Um, so we've been asking people like out of your band. How do, who do you think is going to die first? Who do you think is going to die last? What do you think is going to happen? But uh, I think it'd be a fun one because we're roommates out of uh, out of like the squad, out of the dome, the dome squad. So like Nathan, Pat, Evan, Drew, you and me. Who do you think would go first? Who do you think would go last? How do you think it would go down? Assuming we all live at the dome at the same time, which I get there's not that many rooms. but I just want to say... Uh, if we were doing one for Jock, like everyone except Haley is dead. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like Haley would kick the shit out of some zombies. Oh, and some I, people. Me and her were like, uh, before like the whole like lockdown or whatever you want to call it happened. Me and her were like walking somewhere, and she was like, "So like I might actually." <laughs> she's like, "So should I like start like, like my should I like kick myself into survival mode like now? Like she's ready, you know what I mean? Like oh yeah, yeah. I feel like she'd have like a knife in her boot at all times. Oh yeah, she probably does. Like <laughs> that would not surprise me at all. Like so she's living, uh, but everyone else in Jock is like fuck. Maybe Skylar might win because he can be pretty 
Well, so I mean, if we're talking Jock, then who do you think? Like, who do you think would go first out of Jock? Probably me. You think you would die first? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, I I might not die first because just like because of my my cowardice, I would probably be hiding somewhere <laughs> for like ever until I just like run out of food and then just die. So maybe I won't die first, but like I'm not going to go far. You're not going to flourish. I'm too I'm not ready right, for you- like the collapse of society you know (laughs) like not prepared at all i can attest to the fact that you stress about it even when there isn't a pandemic so i sympathize (laughs) yeah exactly i am not yeah i'm not prepared at all i am very i'm way too comfortable i'm i'm very privileged and way too comfy about it like a house like a house cat (laughs) what's up i said like a house cat Exactly. Well, no, a house cat has better odds than I do because it has like claws and shit, and like it probably has like that uh, like natural instinct to like you know kill mice and shit. So a house right. cat is more likely to survive this than I am, definitely. Okay, um, but uh, out of out of the dome crew, how do you think term- how do you th- how do you think it would go down? Uh, I mean, I am gunning for the basement like that's already been established like i'm just i'm going down there and like you're not bringing me anywhere i'm just like the basement is like where i'm going to die i'm just gonna like make my little nook in the corner and then just like wait (laughs) until i run out of food (laughs) and then pass away um (laughs) and then i guess like uh i don't know i feel like nathan Nathan is probably going to want to... Nathan's either going to start, like, his own little pack and, like, be the leader of it and, like, guide people, like, the rest of you with him, or he's going to, like, go rogue. Yeah, I feel like Nathan would kind of, like, go apeshit. Like, he would go, like, to, like, ADD, and he'd be like, let's fuck some shit up, you know? No, he's going completely primal. Yeah. He's, like, going feral, you know? (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Um, and then, so yeah, uh, let's like, just hypothetically speaking, uh, for practicality reasons, let's say Nathan starts his little pact with you, uh, Drew and Evan and Patrick. So I imagine you guys all staying in the house for as long as you can, uh, while I'm like in the basement, uh, just like waiting to die. (laughs) And we're not Uh, bothering you the whole time. You're just there by yourself. Well, like, maybe I'll come up every now and then and, like, say hi, but... <laughs> Eat some shredded cheese out of the fridge. <laughs> I don't know. You guys could be contaminated. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, like, you you guys are in the house. Uh, I feel like probably Nathan and Craig... Yeah, you guys are going out to, like, get supplies and shit. Evan and Pat are... Like one step away from joining me in the basement, <laughs> um, and then after the house becomes like no longer livable for whatever reason, I mean, like you watch like Walking Dead, they stay in one place for like a season and then they have to bail because someone fucks up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So once that happens, I feel like I I think that like Pat and Nathan might kill each other. Oh yeah, or or Nathan and Evan maybe. Nathan's killing okay. someone. Is <laughs> so you're going. You're not even going the route of people <laughs> dying from zombies. You're going the route of there's going to be mutiny. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like you know oh. who's more dangerous the the humans or the zombies. I think man, this... our our happy little dome family is just getting split apart right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, I mean like you know once survival instincts kick in, it's every man for himself. Like I don't think that like. <laughs> Okay, so overcome in the end. In that case, then, out of all the people at the dome, who do you think would be the first one to resort to cannibalism? Nathan, a hundred (laughs) percent. Oh no! No time to think about it. (laughs) Yeah, Nathan's probably not even waiting to resort to cannibalism. He's probably just like (laughs) doing it already. Yeah, Nathan's been eating people since 2017. (laughs) Um, Then who does he eat first? Who's the guy that gets ate first? Uh, Patrick. Oh man, because okay. he's got the he's got the most like he's taller. 
You know, he's, he's tall, like he's, he's the most edible. He's got he's the like, most like mass. That's not yeah, like Yeah, he's a, he's a, like the densest. It's not a fat thing. That's like that's like he's tall and he's like and he's solid, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Pat's yeah. not like gonna go out like without a fight, so he'll probably like gouge someone's eye out. Yeah, like Nathan Jesus. would lose like a few fingers and an ear maybe. Yeah. I feel like you would be the voice of reason. No, Pat. Oh my god, I already got this. Patrick is the voice of reason. And it's like Lord of the Flies esque, so that's why he has to die. Oh right, he starts Be- like right. like trying to speak for the group, and then Nathan's like, "Nope, you're dinner now." Exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. <laughs> I don't even remember <laughs> what the question. So, was. so in a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> no one's dying from zombies. We're just gonna get eaten by Nathan. Yeah, I mean, I think Shit. Nathan would spare you. Sweet. Okay. I I because I think that <laughs> so I don't know. I'm nice. not sure why, but I just feel like I feel like he would. I think that you're the person he hates the least. Nice. That's rad. Okay. And I and I'm in the basement, so I'm not even. <laughs> yeah, you can lock yourself away. Well, you know what? <laughs> once once everyone has been eaten except for you and me, Bob, we can overthrow Nathan, and then we'll go camp out with Caleb and uh, and Julia, and we'll start that movie. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I would rather Nathan yeah. not like go feral. I'd like to keep him, you know, on my side at least for as long as possible. But you know, it's gonna come down to it eventually. It's only yeah. A honestly, of time. if if that started going down, I would probably you know go along with. I'd go with the flow and eat a couple people before before I'd get eaten. You know, it's eat or be eaten. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You know? I think it's funny that I'm so like in denial of losing uh, any type of like uh comfort or like routine that i won't even imagine myself in zombie in the scenario yeah you're just like i'm in the basement the whole time (laughs) i'm just like i'm dead like like no way there's no there's no bob in a post-apocalyptic world that doesn't that's not like a thing (laughs) right well and caleb so in in college did you lived with you lived with like a bunch of people right uh yeah, there's six of us in that house. Okay, so in in your college house, how do you think it would go down? Like, what's what's a uh, what's your demographic looking like over there? Okay, so for the first year, it was uh, me and then uh, Nick and Hayden from my band, right? Uh, Jamie, yeah, uh, and then Carl and Brandon Tilker. Oh, this that's hilarious! One, okay, so we've had kitchen table parties with this entire house. Before. Yeah, man. So okay. Perfect. I don't, and it's pretty. I've almost everybody except for Jamie has been involved in these conversations throughout the past couple episodes because they're all in everybody's band. Right. Um, I don't know, man. That's a tough one because I mean, like Nick still got to go early because it's it's, it's Nick. Nick. Like Nick yeah. and Carl are probably first to go. Yeah, maybe they'd and be I mean, like a Hay- combo. Maybe and like like Hayden probably still makes it to the end. I feel like Jamie would like <laughs> Jamie would like ride off with the like that like badass crew that comes to try to fuck with us or whatever. Like they would just like take Jamie and then like Jamie the would join that gang. Crew. Like the road warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She would just nice. be like, fuck you guys. I'm going to go with these dudes now because they're, uh, they have leather jackets and motorcycles, <laughs> which is at, fair. At, honestly, at, <laughs> at the end of the movie, plays guitar and shoots flames out of the headstock. <laughs> out of the, yeah, exactly, at, the yeah. at the end of the movie they come back for the rest of uh, the remains and they're wearing jamie as as armor <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like oh she didn't make it oh no <laughs> oh that didn't really yeah because there'd be out. like a whole scene where like me and tilka are like don't go with them don't do that they're just they're just definitely gonna wear you as a coat and then she's like no <laughs> i got it you guys are stupid you should come with us and then we're like no nope. and she comes back as a coat <laughs> or like I told you so. <laughs> well, how do you think? Uh, how do you think Tilker would kind of slide into it? Because I mean, yeah, I guess everyone oh. else has been kind of incorporated in past episodes. I don't know. Tilker's a tough one, man, because he's also like myself. Uh, like he's he's a worrier, but he likes he likes to plan too. And I mean, and you know, at crunch time and a zombie apocalypse, you don't have a whole lot of time to plan necessarily. No, definitely not. So I don't know, man. He would. I mean, like I feel like he'd be making it near the end with uh, me and Hayden, but uh, he would he would definitely die somehow. Okay. Do I don't know. I don't know what his situation. 
So I see. So, well, what we've been saying is that like me and Hayden, and I mean, we've been talking more movie terms. In a in a real life situation, I probably don't make it that far. But I think personality wise, in a movie, I I would sacrifice myself for Hayden at the end, and then oh, Hayden very would, noble of you. would ride off into the sunset. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, you know, I do what I can. Well, but honestly, I'm to too that. like I'm too anxious and shaky in a real life situation right? to probably make it that far. Dude, I feel you. Yeah. That's uh, that's why I'm like, <laughs> there is no post-apocalyptic fantasy for me. Like, that's not, yeah. that's not a scenario. I'm the done. problem is, is like everybody wants to be the star in their own movie, right? But it's like reality comes. I mean, I have a car, so I mean, I oh, could probably get the hell out of Dodge. But I mean, I don't know. I if feel it like got a lot real, of... I'd be. Sorry. Well, actually, you know what? That's no. A... Go ahead. That kind of makes a good uh, thing for another Instagram poll. How about that? Do you think that you would survive the zombie apocalypse? That's that's a good one, right? I really feel like one. no one will. Like No one will. I, not to be that guy, but I feel like everyone thinks about post-apocalyptic like stuff happening, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely a part of that. But like, in order for something to be post-apocalyptic, like all of the population has to be like like 75 percent of the population needs to be like wiped out so like why do you think that you're gonna be a part of this you know what i mean like that's right. what makes it post-apocalyptic is that like there are no more fucking people right well you i mean if, have you guys have you ever been in a do. situation uh in real life even if it like ended up not being that serious where like you really got to see who you are on the inside when like faced with adversity Oh my god! Like I is... was in this situation one time, and it and it wasn't like I'll give you my story because it's actually like not all that serious at the end of the day. Okay. But uh, we were going to uh, we were on the subway. We were going to see uh, Death from Above, and we we're just riding the subway. It was like you know we had like eleven stops to go, so you're just kind of zoning in and out, right? And uh, there was this family that I had made note of earlier on the ride, and it was basically just a mom with like six children with her. So what happened was we're at a stop, and the one kid jumps off to the platform to be like oh look mom like i'm off the subway but the mom is not paying attention to the kid and then the doors close Holy on shit. the kid right oh so the kid's God. on the platform his whole family's on the the subway and he lets out this like blood curdling scream like like something is horribly wrong and i don't see any of this happen right so the and this is probably like five seconds if that and i'm like oh so there's like definitely like a shooter or something in this subway and oh i'm about God. to die and i like didn't move at all i was just frozen there and then they like they opened the doors again and the kid got back and everything was like <laughs> oh all God. good but then afterwards i was like oh that's fucking terrifying because i for a minute there thought i was like dead and i, I did nothing about didn't it do i didn't anything. try to yeah, run yeah. i didn't do like anything i just froze in time oh my god that is exactly what i would do <laughs> yeah like literally i i don't know if i've ever been in like an, well i don't know there was this one time where jock was playing montreal and we were in this we were staying at this like kind of you know run-of-the-mill apartment complex it's like clearly like a fixer-upper and the elevator right. is like very sketchy like to the point where i didn't use it like at all except this one time when i decided that i would with like every like the rest of the band and uh the guy we were staying with and skylar who was like a shit disturber of like great prowess like he's the worst uh <laughs> decided to like start jumping on this really shaky raggedy elevator that like you should not nice like even when we're in a good elevator i'm like maybe don't jump on this but like this yeah. one it's like yeah. definitely do not jump on it and he jumped on it like three times and it we got to our uh floor and the doors weren't opening so that oh, was no. like immediately i was like panic mode uh yeah and we we tried to hit the emergency button didn't work uh <laughs> All the lights shut off, oh, God. and the instructions that were on the wall uh, that said what to do in case of an emergency were in French, so we couldn't read them. And I, like, immediately, oh, wonderful. I, like, literally dropped to the floor and, like, was in the fetal position and, like, like rocking, like, myself in a corner. Oh, my God. I was, like, so oh, panicked. Even though it wasn't really that big of a deal, I totally just, like, you know, the claustrophobia hit in and... um. I freaked the fuck out in that scenario. But there have been other moments 
in my life, mostly on like highways in winter. Yeah. Where it's like, we're probably going to oh, yeah. die tonight. And I'm just like, totally. what the fuck ever? <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, ah, that's yeah. I'm like, oh, I who hate, cares? I hate that feeling so much. Like every, I was, I was thinking the same thing where it's like my situations would all be in cars on usually on a highway there. The, the one I, that immediately came to mind, um, I was in like my first high school band called dead rock at the time. What a terrible fucking name that is. That's a great name. What are you uh, talking about? <laughs> dead rock yeah. it's, it's like that counterproductive is... our genre we're, we're saying that our genre ceases to exist but anyway Ugh. what the fuck <laughs> great i don't know anyway and it was definitely <laughs> like that's not really the point. rock and roll right that's not really the yeah. point but anyway <laughs> so we were we were in scott's uh hyundai accent or is that what it is accent no is that it i don't know we were in his shitty little so. car he's a shitty little high school kid car and we were driving back from McDonald's to uh, to Byron to drop off uh, Hayden, our drummer. And uh, like everything is hunky dory. I'm eating a, a McGangbang in the back seat, and nice. then we start seeing headlights. Like we were driving down uh, what is it, Wonderland? And uh, and there's a median and everything, right? It's like four lanes with a median in the middle. So there's two lanes in our on our side. And dude, there's a car coming towards us on the wrong side of the fucking median. Oh, I've heard this story. Oh my god. Yeah, and like like we swerved, managed to get around him, but I mean like I don't know what like if I was in the driver's seat, I I might have killed us. For sure. Like it's like do you swerve in that situation cuz then like what if they swerve the same way, you know? Yeah. But I remember being in that back seat and just feeling completely helpless. And then I mean once once the car whizzes past you, you're like, what? You're just freaking out, like, what a fucking idiot. But I mean, yeah. What do you do in that situation? Right? You pray, that's, I guess. That's a yeah. tough one. The feeling of helplessness is just awful. You make peace with your God. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um. Now that oh, kind God. of, I remember when we were uh, driving back from like Chatham in like this giant ass van in like whiteout conditions. Mm-hmm. And uh, the driver, uh, Andrew, like stepped on the brakes like the tiniest bit, and like we literally did like a like a one eighty. Oh my! And God. I was like, I was like, oh, we're like we're gonna die now. Like, cool, sick. Um, <laughs> Jesus. And I was just like, whatever, I'm done. And we eventually like strained ourselves up, but like, I don't know. It's weird. Like in juxtaposition to the elevator scenario where I like yeah. freaked out and got in the fetal position, I just think it's interesting. Like different ways someone will react when faced with uh, their possible mortality. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think with cars, it's like that's just something—a reality that is just always in the back of your head, even if it's not like a. F- you know what I mean? Like every time you get in the car you know that that could probably just be a possibility. Like you're Yeah, but you thing. never think about it. <laughs> Death you trap, never think you know? about it. And We're I like mean, in an elevator. You're like, I'm just going down a floor. It's probably fine. Yeah, and yeah, when exactly. It works, like, when it stops working, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, I had a, <laughs> the, the closest I ever came to something like that in an elevator was when I lived in Res. I lived on the first floor, and I lived my like uh my apartment or whatever was like literally on the other side of like the back of the elevator but i never took it because it was just one floor of stairs up and the one time i was like oh i just gotta run upstairs real quick fuck it i'll use the elevator i got in and like i hit like close and the power turned off like right before the door shut and i like got my i was like holy fuck like i was like if i was like i don't know a little bit earlier like just did like five seconds a difference like i would have been like trapped in this elevator oh my god how long was the power out yeah i don't know because i just fucking was like oh fuck that i'm never using this elevator again just went back <laughs> i was like that was really that was way too close to be stuck in an elevator i had yeah, a, no. i had pretty much the exact same thing that bob was saying happened and my my first apartment building we had my buddy jesse girling was I, th- I don't know if it was a moving day or whatever, but it was me, my buddy Dan, and Jesse. And uh, I forget how it even came up, but it was just like, I wonder how high I could jump in this elevator. And we were like, Jesse, that's literally the last possible thing you should be fucking doing in this fucking thing. Yeah. And he just started jumping like super high in this elevator, and it stopped the elevator. Like I think our apartment was on the 10th floor. We must have been stopped like on the 6th or something. And we were stuck in that elevator for like 40 minutes. 
Isn't, Isn't like, that the it, worst? Like it, like yeah. I yeah. was, like, I was like, you're piece of shit. I was like, you're not invited over anymore. What if the elevator yeah, just starts cool like dropping? You know, like you don't I know. I think what's that might have yeah. been what it was. I think we were talking about because it's like a Mansers thing that, like, at the last second you're supposed to jump or some shit. Like right as it hits the ground. I'm pretty sure that myth to... has been busted. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, I bet it has. I bet it has. <laughs> Man, but Jesse's dumb enough to try it. I think like the idea of just being in like such an enclosed space like that, especially with other people, is like you know that's just terrifying. Yeah, and you sure. can't even see the outside yeah. world. Like with the car, think, like, yeah, that's at, le- the, at least not... you know that you're like outside, right? And there is like a, a yeah. foreseeable end. With an elevator, yeah. it's just like four metal walls, and like that's it. Right, and yeah. and you're also and like you, a, you're like in this you're like above ground. You know what I mean? You're like you're like in the yeah. air in some sort of way. You know, that could be. And there's like better, the, but... an engineer that doesn't give a fuck that you're in there and is taking his time to come help you. Yeah, yeah and then uh, imagine that, but all of the instructions on what to do are in a different language. Yeah. <laughs> well, French. Like, like, all I, I had like... to do was pay attention in grade ten, and I just yeah. I didn't care. Yeah, my yeah, whole life was like leading okay. up to that. my french teacher should have just mr moran my french teacher should have just told me that like one day you're gonna be stuck in an elevator in montreal and you're gonna need to know this shit so like then i would have been like i totally would have gave a shit in french class for sure yeah Yeah, they got a 95 yeah Yeah. they'd be like you're gonna get stuck in an elevator one day it's like okay i'm going to pay attention to this pizza unit then Honestly, <laughs> you could have used that for for any class, and I would have paid attention. Even like history, you could have somehow <laughs> just related that to being stuck in like confined places, and I would have been like a perfect student. You're gonna be <laughs> stuck in an elevator one day, and it's gonna stop, and then the the ghost of an ancient historian will appear in front of you and quiz <laughs> you on on like 17th century North American history, and if yeah. you're gonna have yeah. to answer correctly, or you'll perish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> will you make it out of here alive? Your knowledge on the Vietnam War will depend on it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, it's like the Monty Python thing where you need to like know what the, the air velocity the, of a the African swallow is or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. That those movies were teaching us something. Yeah, for sure. What was one of the other questions on that? Is like, what's your favorite color? What is your name? What's your favorite color? And what's the mass of a of an African swallow? Yeah, and the one dude says like, it's like, what's your favorite color? And then he's like, yellow. I mean, blue. And then he dies. It's great. <laughs> yeah. How do you forget that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a movie. <laughs> I don't know. You know that didn't actually happen, Craig. What? <laughs> <laughs> Monty Python? The Holy Grail didn't happen? I know, right? <laughs> oh the my god. The footage is so realistic. Well, that's why I didn't make it into college. That's it. <laughs> my whole essay ruined. We have the answer. We have the answer now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh lord. Oh, Bob, you're uh, you you were uh in school for radio, were you not? Uh, yes, I was. That's why I have this microphone that I'm using right now, actually. Nice. Look at that. Nice. I was going to use it. What to... microphone is it for all the audio files that we have as listeners? Uh, it's an A. Uh, I don't even fucking know, man. I know. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. It's an, awesome. a- it's an Audio awesome. Technica. <laughs> it's an AT2020 USB microphone Dude. by Audio Technica. Nice. nice. Great brand, by nice. the way. They make awesome. Yeah, love them. Uh,. Uh, turntables. That's the only right reason on. why I know about them, and because of this microphone. Nice, perfect. There you go, now all you, you know. people that love microphones. Yeah, go exactly. to school. <laughs> this cost me literally fifty dollars. You, know. you don't need to buy expensive nice. equipment. <laughs> That's true. You don't. It's completely. I mean, I true. guess the finished product of this podcast will determine whether or not you should spend more than fifty dollars on a microphone. Depending well, I mean, on how bad that is true. sound. I bought just an SM58 again for the, like, I, I had one ages ago, and I think it walked out of a show on me. Um, but I bought That'll this. Happen. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, I mean, I used to have, I'd like, actually, after that happened, I started taping my microphone to the to my microphone stands. 
Oh, by the way, yeah, I have I have the old Radio Caroline microphone stand behind me in this video. Now, you guys, I guess you guys can't see it. Wait, I uh, thought because... that you lost. I thought you lost that in Hamilton or something. I the original one I did. Yeah, I played. I, I by the way, I do not like the Doors Pub for this exact reason. It's like first okay, off, I've never, I've good, never, though. I've literally never once played a show there with like, like more than thirty people, which is just brutal. Because I, I mean, yeah. it's it's like a metal and like like emo pop punk bar. It seems like because every time I go there with a rock, I mean, it's band, like it's just. I, I don't know. You can have pretty good. I've had really positive experiences at the doors. I'm just saying yeah. this in case someone from Hamilton is listening and like hears Cray being like, <laughs> fuck the doors. Oh, well, I mean, like, like I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've, I've stopped in This Ain't Hollywood. Realistically, those are the only two venues that I've been in in Hamilton. But I mean, I, I just personally never played. I just never played a good show there. But um, we've only played there once. And I thought for most of the show we headlined and for like most of the show i was like oh my god this is a fucking nightmare yeah and then it like turned out to be like pretty solid by the time we went on it wasn't like the best turnout but it was it was decent for what i was expecting it to be yeah but during the radio caroline tour with pantomime we uh it was like the second day of the the six days or something like that and i left my microphone stand in hamilton which is brutal because it was like such a huge Part of my stage thing is having a, a straight up and down microphone stand, and of course, no one ever has one when you ask for one. Um, yeah, but I called them. Dude, I, think, I almost left. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I like I called them on like the fourth day, and I was like, "Hey, did I leave my microphone stand at your at your establishment?" I was like, "You can't miss it. It's a straight up and down microphone stand. It's got purple and black scarves all over it." And they were like, <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, we found it, but we thought it was ours, so we cut all the scarves off and tossed them in the garbage. <laughs> what that, the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, I was sense. like, what in the fuck? I was like, they were hockey taped on. Like it would have taken you like <laughs> twenty five minutes to cut all those fucking scarves off. And like, hang on, I'll grab this one. Like this. Oh this my takes, god. This takes effort, people. Like you can't. <laughs> it's got fucking hockey tape all over it. And and they they chopped all the fucking scarves off and now I hate that place. I That's really fair, do. honestly. Did they throw the microphone yeah, stand out that. too? Because why would why would they do that? No, if they. It, I it, think it, they still yeah, have the stand. And I was like, I was tempted to go back and get it. And then they were like, Oh, we cut all the all the scarves off. And I was like, Fuck it, I don't care anymore. I was like, I'll just buy another <laughs> one. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to decorate it anyway. So I mean, fuck it, I may as well just buy another stand. Oh man, I almost left my uh, that black jean jacket I have at the fucking Atria in Oshawa. Oh man, That'd we were be a like pricey. an hour away, and then thank God plants were still there, and they grabbed it. But I was like, God damn it! Like I'm never gonna get this back if I left in Oshawa. Yeah, that's a pricey. Like I, that's I a, never want to go back. It's there. like a Levi's jacket too. This seems like a hundred dollars. Yeah, it was. Uh, I bought it for a hundred dollars. It was on sale though, because you know I like to get them deals. Hundred percent. It was a nice jacket. Hundred percent. Don't pay full price no. for denim, people. No, exactly. and it cost more because there was rips in it when I bought it. So. Oh yeah, less you fabric. More for, you less pay more fabric, for less jacket. Yeah, less fabric, more more money for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's why when you're on tour, you bring one pair of clothes and then buy merch for the rest of it so that you don't actually have to right. lose anything yeah. that you brought. Yeah, you just no live one has off to do of, laundry. Wear your own merch. Who cares? If it'll cost Dude, you do a it. denim jacket, whatever. I'm worth I, it. I think I've, I'm like one of the sh- least shameful people of wearing my own merch. I'll do it everywhere. I don't give a shit. Man, I can't even do it in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> as soon as I put on like a kingpin or a jock shirt, I'm just like, this... Is wrong. <laughs> I feel like someone's watching. <laughs> I'm me or actually. Something. I'm wearing a jock shirt right now. By the way. Well, you're not in jock, that. so. The... <laughs> I know, but I mean, I thought I'd showcase yeah. it. Get you yours know, I, now. <laughs> you, you know, I don't even have a jock shirt. Isn't well, that weird? You've got one, but I don't. I'm in. That I've band. got What's two actually. I've got two. I've got the the cool one with the with the barbed wire across it, and I'm wearing the skull one right now. Nice. And both shout are out, fantastic. Shout out Alex Bast for making dope T-shirts. Fantastic. That's the guy who did that t-shirt, by the way. Fantastic product, my man. In um, these trying times. What's that? I just said in these trying times, the least. In you these can... trying times, yeah. Yeah, least you can do is plug. 
Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. I saw you did a live stream the other day <laughs> for like Your thirty first... seconds. <laughs> why is that? Why did it, why did it get cut so short? Because I only did it because I'm staying at my partner's house and um, I'm really like afraid of playing music in front of anyone. Um, so I they went to go to the market and I was like, opportune time to do a live stream. Right. Um, so then I, I was going to do like all of this Bright Eyes album, which like two people cared about, um, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, and then so I got like three songs in and I got halfway through the third song and then I heard the door open and I was like, never mind. <laughs> just like, uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you should do you should do a full one. I like I was I was tuned in i would have been ready to watch that whole thing i was curious as to why it stopped but i i thought i had tuned in late so i wasn't sure yeah no it's just i'm afraid of people hearing me <laughs> like if i can't see them then it's fine like th that's why like the stream is okay but like if there's someone around me then i'm like i have like bail i mean yeah. i'm sure that they would support me in that venture but i just am like not i'm not there yet you know totally we've We've been dating for two and a half years, and I still can't play a chord in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, a, that's like solely a my fault thing. You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> One day. You'll get there. Give um, another two and a half. We're, uh, we're going to try to keep this close to an hour. We've, we've been going like an hour and 15 on the past few, and um, um, we're going to try to keep them shorter. Um, so I've got one... One question that uh, like a like a, a a thought question for you, and then we've got our our closing question that we ask everybody. But uh, since you're an employee at Grooves Records, um, yes. I thought that I would ask you what do you think uh, what do you think the impact is going to be with with this whole COVID thing on on record stores themselves, but also like uh, the the purchasing of music. Do you think there's going to be a boom of people paying for music, or do you think that you know with with people having less cash they're they're not going to be purchasing what do you think is going to happen um that's a good question uh, i mean like myself personally i've spent more money on records in the past two weeks than i have since like at my entire stint at working at a record shop just mm. because i can't like just go out like i've been like ordering like probably too much vinyl um because i'm in <laughs> withdrawals so for now it's looking like you know maybe it'll be okay and maybe like it'll actually help sales. Uh, I don't really know. I mean, most of the places that I'm buying from too are from record shops, like in North America, um, just right. like off Discogs and shit. So like you know, record stores are still they're still able to sell their stuff online um, to like a certain extent. Mostly like used shit. I really don't know um, how like like selling new stuff is going to go now like right because you can't send like there are no shops that are open to sell it so you can't really like stock it stock it right like yeah. most people that want physical copies from whatever artist will buy it off the artist who is like selling it because they can't go to a shop anymore right right so it's tough to like support uh like record shops during this um unless you're just looking for like relics like used right. uh shit right um, so what you're what you're you're thinking almost is that that the artists will still be getting support but the record stores might kind of take a bit of a hit i think i don't know i really i'm yeah. not sure honestly like i'm not like uh an economics or an e what, what are they called economist Sorry, economist, I'm not an economist yeah. by any means. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess what we could take away from it is, I mean, continue to support your artists, you know, and, and your record stores if you can find a way to do it. Yeah, I really hope that everything will be okay um, for record shops and shit uh, mm -hmm. because I think that's a a very important... Uh, it's a, like a really crucial part of being an avid uh, music consumer for sure you know what was, like going, um, going to a record shop is like fucking awesome you know whenever we play oh for sure uh out of town shows like that's what i want to do i want to go to 
the local shop and like see what they have and stuff totally um so yeah and also i work at one so like fingers yeah support uh and and i mean that's why i kind of wanted to to name drop grooves is i mean i i love that store i remember we uh radio caroline played the the grand opening at grooves so i mean yeah you know what man it's got um, a, a very special spot in my heart my dream for so long was just to play in grooves records like just to play in the shop now i mm. work there uh yeah it's really <laughs> they they're you know they're great they they give a lot back and they uh really you know everyone is so friendly i'm okay i try to be friendly <laughs> um, and you know they do a lot they do a lot for the uh community in general like we were gonna do record store day this year I mean, we're still supposed to in June, like, once all this shit, I don't know if it'll be ready by then, but, like, that's the plan, is to do it in June. And we are going to, like, have an entire block on Dundas, like, for that event, and, you know, have, like, local vendors and stuff that would do, like, uh, tapes or, you know, like, labels, um, or, and and other of the such. I don't really know. Right. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was going to be this big community thing. Uh, and now that isn't happening, and it's really a bummer. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm getting emotional over here. Jesus, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm oh, losing wow. my, my train of thought. I'm just, I'm trying to pull up the uh, the Grooves Discogs in case anyone actually wants to, like, support Oh, for sure. That. That's and yeah. I was definitely getting to that. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely try to to yeah to, get the link for that. Yeah, like I mean, if you if you can't make an order from the store or something like that, I'm sure you can find a way to you know purchase a gift certificate or something like that. I saw Brandon Eady was saying something about that about you know restaurants and shit too. You can just yeah, kind of I mean, order he, a gift certificate right and order later. Yeah, Edie's doing like a online rock and roll bingo tomorrow, and uh, he's got like gift certificates and stuff to hand out uh for like uh record shops and local restaurants and stuff so there's like always ways to support for sure local even when you physically can't go there totally um well right on um yeah yeah, so we'll we'll try to keep it uh we'll try to keep it under the hour uh we've been doing this on every show uh bob if you've got a movie or show recommendation and i know you're gonna have more than one album recommendation so we'll give you we'll give you three if you could keep it down to three i don't want to (laughs) go i don't want to go over too much so i'll try to sorry you want a movie recommendation and an album recommendation a a movie or tv like probably preferably something that people could stream while they're sitting at home and uh, and an album or three (laughs) um i've been i've been watching rupaul's drag race like exclusively almost Nice. Um, that show's awesome. It's like so lighthearted too, and like you get so invested in all these like ridiculous dramas that happen in between the queens that it's like you know nothing else is real. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> it's really it's it's really uh yeah it's it's light and you know not it's ridiculous and outlandish and it makes everything feel a lot better than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I. The movie and the series High Fidelity, uh, just on the topic of record stores stores and stuff, if you're having, like, record store withdrawals, just watch the movie um, with, like, John Cusack and shit, or watch the series. It's got, like, Zoe Kravitz and stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, And then albums. uh, I've been listening to the new Waxahachie record a lot. It's called called St. Cloud. And um, the new King Cruel album called Man Alive. It's pretty good. Oh, and the new Code Orange record underneath. It literally sounds like the apocalypse. So, like, it's very fitting. <laughs> Sounded super <laughs> evil, eh? What's that? Sounding very evil, huh? Oh, yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. And uh, support your local artists, you know, that are, like, pumping out content and shit. Hundred percent. I I have a feeling that uh, that Caleb's recommendation is going to be a local. I have <laughs> a feeling. God damn it! I was I was playing around with uh, what I would uh, recommend. Um, I don't really have a movie recommendation. I don't I don't watch a lot of movies, so don't take my recommendations. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I will. Uh, I'll I'll do the new Bodhi Jar album for my yeah, recommendation because it I fucking it. rips. And um, 
I was actually Andy sent it to me like months and months ago, uh, in like September. Nice. And I was like, fuck, I can't even like tell anybody about this, but it rips. <laughs> and I'm very sad to see them go. Uh, and it's it's awesome. It's like seven. It's only like a half hour. I think it's seven songs. Perfect. Uh, and and yeah, it rips, man. It's so good. Nice. I'm definitely gonna Craig? check that out. Um. Well. The other day, because it's, uh, it's Monday right now, I know these, these episodes have been coming out kind of stunted, um, but I was, the weekend just went past, and I was, I was cleaning my whole house, so I decided I was going to watch the movies I had already seen, just so I can kind of clean and half pay attention, and I, they just put out uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button on Netflix, and I made oh, yeah. the mistake of putting that on, and it's like that's like my notebook, you know. Like I put it on, and I was like <laughs> crying like the whole time. I was just like, oh, like he's he has to watch everyone go, you know. And so <laughs> I would recommend if you if you're feeling emotional, or or lack thereof, and you feel like you should definitely put on the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. And I mean Brad Pitt and and Kate Blanchett. Is that how you say your last name? Fantastic. Yes, I believe so. Absolutely fantastic. Um. My right album recommendation, um, I don't know what the name of the record is, but the the newest from Big Rack is fantastic. It was it's not oh, wow. incredibly new, but uh, but John Gould has been getting me really into Big Rack. He's like, dude, this riff is giving me mad stank face, and, and I'm like, okay, I'll check <laughs> it out. And then I rediscovered it. I know Liam was listening to that album all last summer, and he was just like, dude, there's this one song. Uh, that's just, it's like the most insane. It's like Steve Vai level shred. I showed you that, that song, Bob. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's called, but for the oh sun. Oh my God. It's just insane amounts of guitar. Yeah. Just glory. Dude. Um, what made me so rattled was for like for months I was telling Nick, uh, I was like, yeah, man, like Ian Thornley's like pretty solid, man. Like he's got a great voice. He like rips on guitar and he was like, oh yeah, like that's cool. <laughs> and then Craig's filling in for us on guitar for or for on bass, sorry, for a couple shows. And uh, Craig's like, "Man, you got to hear this one guitar solo on the new Big Wreck album." And he shows Nick, and Nick's like, "Dude, this guy's great, man. This is wild. <laughs> I got to check out Big Wreck." I'm like, "Fuck you, oh, dude! Like, I've been trying to so tell you funny. that for months now." <laughs> <laughs> well, he also oh was like oblivious to Queens of the Stone Age before you showed him, right? Yeah, me and me and uh, Hayden spent a while being like, "Man, you're gonna love them." And he's like, oh, "I don't know." And then, <laughs> then he insane. listened to them, and he was like, "These guys are really good, eh?" Like, yeah, <laughs> dude, they're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> been been around for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh I did. Uh, it's gonna put us over an hour, but uh, I can clip this out. I think it'll make a good clip. I did want to ask Bob something, uh, and Craig, you can chime in obviously too, because um, okay. you guys were are doing booking. We're doing booking for the Foam Dome, which is a house, is a is a house venue. Yes, uh, here in town. Um, Allegedly, I wanted to know if if you have any for people that are like reaching out and stuff. Um, what are some like definite do nots when you're asking for inquiring about shows and stuff like that? Do you guys have any that like are just totally annoying if somebody reaches out with certain questions or whatever? I mean, I don't. I've never had anyone reach out and, and like initially it be bad, but it's once I say like no for literally whatever reason when they start prying don't do that especially if it's somebody's house like if they say we can't do it just don't do it yeah this one time let me tell you what not to like throw any shade or anything (laughs) but i'll keep it anonymous i had this one guy message me about having a show at our house and i was like we can't do it because yada 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 I don't remember yeah. why, yeah. but we just we any do reason, it. any and reason is a good reason. Yeah, right. It's our house. Like it's a house. Yeah, like I get that it's a venue too, but it's like we gotta cook meals. We all work jobs. We're all in bands. Yeah. Like if 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 none of us are at the house, we can't have a show. So if we say like no, date's not available, leave it at that, people. But anyway, continue. Yeah, the one dude, uh, I told him no. And he asked again and whatever, and I was like, "I sorry, man, but we can't do it." And then he messaged Craig. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny to me because it reminded me of when I was a kid, and I would ask my like dad if I could like have a cheese string, and he'd yeah. be like, "No." And then I'd ask my mom, and she'd be like, "Yes, you can." And then, but they would find out eventually and be like, "What the fuck?" Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like. 
I don't know. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. If no, if one of sure. the housemates <laughs> say no, don't ask the other housemate and see if they'll be nicer or something or like more yeah. lenient. For sure. That yeah. that's probably my number one too. But like it, if if this isn't my number one, it's a close second. Is when when you play a house venue, just use the fucking house drums, please. Oh my <laughs> Literally. god. I hate when people show up and they're just like, no, I really want to use my drums. And it's just like, do you have more? Do you use like four fucking drums instead of three? Or do you have like all this extra shit? They're just like, no, I just like mine. It's like, fuck off. You're literally, yeah, when they're, you're <laughs> when they're like, oh, away. the tone is different. It's like, there's you're in a no living tone. room, man. There's, there's no tone yeah. to there's your no fucking tone. kick drum. When you're Every- when you're three feet away in a kitchen, there's no tone <laughs> to your fucking drums, people. Everything just okay? sounds like screaming at that point. All you're so. doing is turning an hour and a half long house show into like a three hour expenditure of loading shit in and out. Like, yeah. like I don't. Also, I don't want to hear your band for more than twenty five minutes in my kitchen. Dude, I don't want to hear any band for more than 25 minutes in any setting. Ever. Like, ever. You know? <laughs> That's, like, I feel, like, like I feel bad because, like, I mean, like, if you want to do, like, a fucking 45-minute headliner set, book it, call the office. You know? Like, yeah. book it a venue. I think even that's like, pushing it. Honestly, if you're not, like, Ellen John, 15 minutes. Yeah, like literally, I want to hear your. I want to hear four songs that are really solid, like with no silence in between. And then I just don't even want to watch my favorite band pay, play for more than twenty minutes. <laughs> I, I remember seeing. I saw Queens of the Stone Age, and they played for like two and a half hours, and I was like, "This could have been done an hour and a half ago for <laughs> sure." Yeah, advice to all musicians, like shut up just stop yeah well the, the deafening the deafening silence is what really pisses me off like and i mean it sucks when you like if you're if you stop a song and you're really thinking that people are going to applaud and it doesn't happen like that's a bit of a different thing like it's like the one time that you're stopping your whole set and it's dead quiet but like when people stop dead after every song they're like well, all right that was this song and uh this next song's yeah. about this and it's like i don't fucking care i don't okay. care yeah. it's now like we're just, just like being mean to bands well <laughs> it's no like, it's like totally i mean i've done it my old bands used to do it too you know it's like things that you can learn anyway but anyway sorry yeah more relative to the house show just use the fucking house <laughs> drums use the house drums and don't don't say well why can't we have a show because i fucking said no that's why jesus listen we are seasoned <laughs> We are seasoned musicians here, okay? Yeah, we know. We've seen it all. We, we know what we're talking. Yeah, we've. Se- I have been to Montreal, okay? <laughs> I, I've seen it. I've been trapped in an elevator in Montreal. That's the promo. That's the promo for sure. I've seen it all. Yeah, yeah. dude. I've been to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> you think you know fear? Try being trapped in an elevator in Montreal. With Try Skyler. having four different dudes yelling tabernak at you. <laughs> oh, man. Holy God. Yeah. After three years well, of living in a punk house, you deal with a lot of horse shit. And, uh, I mean, I'm still not completely sick of it. I still really enjoy doing it. Um, I don't know when the next time we're going to be able to do it is with all this uh, all this madness going on in the world. But um, Why? I what's mean, happening? What's that? What's what's happening? What do you mean madness in the world? What's with the what's COVID, on? with the plague yeah. going on? <laughs> I'm not just wa- I don't do that. Want- oh, okay, all right, all right. I don't want Dude, people yeah. coming in right now. I haven't left my house in three weeks. I don't know what's happening outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. COVID? What? COVID? I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. Well, I all guess right. uh, we'll, well uh, yeah, we'll do our goodbyes separately or whatever. Yeah, That's sure. Well, awesome. hey, Bob, thank you so much for doing this. It was so great to hang out with you over hey, the thanks. phone. Thanks for having me. This thank made you so me, much for your insight. This made me feel more normal, and I'm sorry that I was mean to musicians for a while. <laughs> I'm no, not. It's okay. I'm it's, not sorry. This was the nicest episode, I think, actually. Oh, that's nice. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Also, just to plug, to shamelessly plug it, 
because I know Bob is too nice to do so. Go check out the new oh, yeah, Never Better's. Everything. The new Never Better's video is out uh, on YouTube. Uh, you can and they have Facebook. They have all that jazz. And follow Bob on Instagram if you want uh, all your good vinyl goodness. He's got a, a fantastic vinyl uh, uh, themed Instagram. It's just at Bob Caldwell, right? Yeah. Yes. And also, yeah. I'm. Uh, I just jo- followed you right now. Jock, uh, buy our things, please. Yes. Support Jock. Digital. You can get this fantastic shirt for the low, low price of seven thousand dollars now. <laughs> Dude, I'm not <laughs> shipping out any shirts. <laughs> with the, with the broken economy, about? I'll do it. I've got all the merch here. I think. That's right. You do. Wow. <laughs> Please don't steal all of our money, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't even buy this. No, I'm kidding. I did. Um, but yeah, right on. Thanks so much for uh, for watching, everybody. Ring that bell. You know. Um, but yeah, thanks yeah. for watching, and uh, we'll see you all next time. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Cool. That was cool. rad. I can stop all my recordings now, yeah? <laughs>